The Mommy Wines Podcast is a Mommy Wines Network and Emma and Carly production. Brought to you by Anchor and Coffee Over Cardio. Have you tried Coffee Over Cardio yet? If not, I don't think we can be friends. No, I'm just kidding. But seriously, if you haven't tried it, I don't know what you're waiting for. I have been seeing reviews blowing up all over my social media feed. Roasted to order, for females, by females, 100% Arabica coffee. Win, win, win. Not only will you find the most adorable packages of coffee when you click the link below, but they have tumblers ideal for girls on the go. Espresso Fit member-only exclusive workouts that you can do from anywhere, and a cozy clothing line ideal for a basic bee like me. With fresh roasted flavors like messy bun and birthday cake, this is a coffee lover's dream come true. Go ahead and click the link to check out Coffee Over Cardio today, and don't forget to use coupon code 10 Don. You want to get into our review today? Dude, do I have a pint of ice cream in my hand? You sure do. Do you want me to stop eating long enough to talk about it? Mm, no. Well, let me try yours. It's good. I, caramel macchiato. Oh my god, that's yeah. so good. Don't eat my ice cream. You have your own. I know. No, I'm going to try yours though. Mine's okay, what are we eating? We're eating Halo Top Halo. We are. So today we are doing a review on not wine, but Halo Top ice cream. But let me tell you why. <clears throat> Here's the thing. I'm going to tell you guys a secret I'm not sure if I'm supposed to tell you guys. We record multiple episodes sometimes in one day. Yeah. So we've had, we're on our second bottle of wine and I think it's probably safe to say it's time to turn it over to ice cream <laughs> and less alcohol. So don't bit. think that you guys are getting us sober, because <laughs> that's not happening. We're actually probably more drunk than usual. Yeah. So, anyway, we yeah. are moms. We oh, ha- good. We have lives. We have a lot of different things that we do. So, uh, we work. We work. We, um... Raise children. We raise children. So we, we try to make our men happy. Well, you do. You try. I do. I don't know if it works out for I you. I went and I rode roller shit. coasters. Yeah, you yesterday. you took you took my advice and you went there. I did. I'm proud of you. And you know what happened? I like that a lot. You want to trade? Mm-hmm. Just for a minute. Okay. I got stuck on the oh, cannibal. I saw that for over an hour. In that heat, I bet that was really nice, really mm. relaxing. You know what? I was so happy when I was sitting there thinking, like, man. Mike really wanted me to ride roller coasters, and Carly talked me into it. You know, I really loved the both I appreciate of you them. at the same time in that moment so much. Okay, but here's the thing. I'm fucking lying. Okay, but here's the thing. Here's what you need to know. Um, I know now. Okay, but sometimes when you're up there and you're stuck and you have nowhere that you can go, and you're just with your thoughts, sometimes you just have to go inside. You know, just go inside yourself and accept your, <laughs> your situation. I wanted to kill you so bad yesterday. I was so mad at you. Look. Oh, my God. At the end of the day, it's not. We can't control the things that happen. All we can control is how we react to them. And I'm proud of you. Don't give me your shit right now. <laughs> and I'm proud of you for... For sticking with it. Not that you had a choice. So after they came up. Well, did you get to ride it or did they make you get off it? Okay. So this is my confession. Mmm. Okay. I hate roller coasters. You're a liar. And I didn't realize this until yesterday. So I grew up in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Where we have Cedar Point. Cedar Point is one of the most like biggest 
safest, most, like, they have a lot of, like, money to invest in, like, safety and precautions and all these things. Hold on, did you go on the white roller coaster? Yeah. You did? Fucking janky. That's the scariest shit in the world, huh? It's not the roller coaster, like, it's not like that loop-de-loops or anything that are scary. It's the fucking whole thing. The fact that you can, like, hear the wood rot <laughs> as the roller coaster goes over it and, like, a there, little piece breaks every time. There are a it's lot scary. of things I don't trust living in Utah. Hey, ma'am. Lagoon that, roller coasters are now one of them. That white roller is, coaster? That is the... I went on that thing when I was, like, like nine. That thing has been around. That is the jankiest amusement park I have ever seen in my life. Okay, first of all, they've really brought it up in in the last few years. That's pathetic because okay, it was on. terrifying. There's a couple good ones on there. Did you do the cat and mouse? Yeah. Did you get whiplash? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good time. That's a good time. Anyway. But, before I had Milo and before I had responsibilities and a purpose in my life, I was like, sure, you want to go to Cedar Point this weekend? Like, yeah, like, let's make a trip out of it. And I would ride roller coasters and it was fine. But now it's like the whole time I'm on these roller coasters or I on this die. janky ass tram, like, Ski resort it has like a ski situation. lift that goes across from one side to the other, so you don't have to walk it, which is nice. I, I would have rather walked. <laughs> Do you know I almost died on one of the rides, and it's still in operation. I almost died on every single one of those rides. <laughs> I swear to God, I almost now, died. I haven't been to Lagoon in like a few years, but I went when I was good. Younger. Here's the thing, <laughs> you guys. You know what? Let me do my confession. One time, <laughs> one time I peed my pants. On one of the rides, because it almost killed me, and I was really scared, so I peed my pants. And then, do you know what I did? Because I'm smart. I was young. I was probably, like, 10. And I went straight to water, water, what is it called? Rattlesnake Rapids. And I did the water one, so all my pants were wet, so you couldn't tell <laughs> that I peed my pants. I was about 10 years old. Here's the thing. Shut up. It was frightening! I was frightened! Here's what happened. It was like, I think they still fucking have this. At least the last time I went, like, I went there probably three years ago was the last time I've been there. And they had the ride still going. This happened when I was 10 and this ride's still there. And I almost died when I was 10. 20 fucking two years ago. 23 years ago. This ride almost killed me. That's how old it was. And it's still in operation 20 years later. It's this one that goes like this. It's like you're in like a, you're in like a, it's like what, like a two cones on the end and you're in the cage. So there's a cage here and a cage here. And it goes up and it goes like this and it goes like this. So it goes around this way Our and your individual, see you. I know I'm trying to explain <laughs> it. It goes around in a circle and then your individual cage goes around in opposite circles. Oh. So you're kind of going like, you know. Yeah. This. Anyway, my cage door didn't close. And the, I was next to the door and my fucking door flew open. And I was spinning around in all these things with my cage door flying open. And literally all I had was this janky stupid seatbelt to hold me in. <laughs> as this door's flinging open and I'm screaming bloody murder because the goddamn door flew open. And they didn't stop the ride. It went on for like two minutes where I was trying not to fall out of this goddamn ride. And I peed my pants. 100% I did. Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't pee their pants? I'm not going to lie. I was, was really scared. But Mike has been really trying to do things um, and, like, plan special dates for us to get closer um, and kind of reconnect. So I was like, okay, he brought up the idea of going to Lagoon. I will go to Lagoon and I will ride the roller coasters and I will do the things and I'm really proud of myself that I didn't pee my pants or shit my pants because I waited until I got home and I took the biggest shit of my life. Well, that is nice. <laughs> now, here's my question. How come the cannibal got closed down while you were at the... Because I saw the picture. You were about to go down the descent, right? Uh, because it's fucking broken. So, so how are you going to get to the descent before they realize it was broken, though? Uh, because they're like teenage children. 
running these rides. No, I know, but... So, the cart that was in front of us got stuck on the ride. Oh, I see. And so, they couldn't let yours go. But by the time and they then, realized it was stuck, you yeah. were already up so in the set. So, they had to, like, ooh, like break us free. Okay? So, we're sitting there for, like, 35 minutes in the seat. In the heat. Before they even came to, like, bother with us. Well, that's because they were bothering with the other cart. And, well, yeah. And I, I get that. Like, we were sitting perfectly fine. I At I would have been losing my mind if I was, like, upside down or sideways. And right, nobody... you were at the tippity top. Yeah. Hold so... on, let's, let's break it down for people so they understand. Cannibal is, like, the newest roller coaster that they have there. And it's meant to have this almost, like, you get to the top, and then as you go down, you almost get, like, inverted. Yeah, you do. You like, go, you go yeah, down you go and then down in. and kind of inside. So you're really almost, not upside down, but you're, the head of the, of the roller coaster is inverted where the tail of it is still up, kind of up and over. So you kind of, you go up really, 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 really high. And yeah, then like it goes in, like, over, a building. In a building. It comes out of the little, the little, like, cavey thing yeah and then as it goes over it comes back down kind of in like an s shape so you would mix um the hollywood tower of terror at disney world with batman from cedar point so anybody who is around disney world has been to disney world or wants to look it up hollywood tower of terror and then anybody who is in a district that has cedar point look up Batman and then that mix the two together like if those two rides were to make Whoopi and have a baby that is what Cannibal would be and it's good but here's the thing so you were at I mean the we were t- like the, the still tippity, in the building like going right up the before elevator. it was about to go yeah. over and then they stopped you yeah so here's my question did they tell you what was wrong with it no and then did you get off it or did it run? They got us off. Well, okay. Because how'd you get back down? So first of all, they this guy came up, this young, fairly attractive Asian guy came up. Wow. Yeah, he was actually really attractive. Okay. And um, it, he was like, oh, well, this like rarely ever happens, but I'm this sure. This only happened a few times. This has only happened like a few times. Don't worry. Um, you it's know, never like. never even made it onto the news. We will probably just let you guys off of the ride. And if you want to get back on, that's fine. But we'll probably just bring the cart down. So I'm like, probably. okay, okay. We'll, we'll bring the cart down. It's going to be fine. And I asked him, I'm like, so is this birth control odds probably, or is this like 100% it's what's going to happen? And he's like, well, I've only ever seen them bring it down, so it's probably better than birth control odds. And I'm like, okay, okay, that's fine. I can handle that. I'm like, I'm just sitting there, you know, like... What do you mean bring it down? Bring it down Like, bring it down, like, the big building. Like, bring it down to, like, the beginning... So you just go back down. Yeah, we would just you go, just go back in and we, down. Yeah, we we were supposed to just go back down and like back to like starting point. And then you would get off. And then we would get off. Um because the ride was broken. So cuz they needed to fix it. Well, then they were like, "Oh, no, it's okay. We'll just leave them up there and see if we can fix it." And then continue and then the continue ride. them with the ride. And I was like, so oh no 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 Have no, you lady. Ever seen Final Destination? Yeah, no. That's I what mean, I was thinking of. Was the Final Destination two probably but. the entire wait? Like not even like the you're like. The I feel like I know how this ends because I just watched the one before me get fucking stuck on the track. Yeah. So. I was not only thinking of Final Destination um, at the ride or when I was stuck on the ride, but the entire car ride, the second we got into the car from our parking lot. You were like, Final Destination's going to happen. Oh, I am like sitting here just like praying for my life, you know, like. (laughs) Dude, eight pounds, six pounds, baby Jesus. (laughs) Baby Jesus, please. And, you know. How'd that work for you? Um, well, they got us off the ride after they pried us out of these chairs. 
that we were like caged into. And then they decided that we were not going to just take the stairs that go down that building. Mm-hmm. We were just going to take this um, window cleaner, skyscraper, um, janky elevator. Did they ask you to clean a window on the way down? <laughs> they always do us a favor. Everybody grab a little spritzer. So they put us on this like forklift style elevator situation for like high rise mm-hmm. elevator people. How like many make- people can fit on at a time? There was the entire ride full of people. But what is that? It was 20? 16. Okay. 12 or 16. Um, it's a group. It was a group. It's a group. On top of all of the people from, like, the management staff and security and maintenance. And I'm Where, just... Was anyone crying? Oh, yeah. <gasps> well, there... Okay, so there was this girl sitting behind me, and she thought that the ride stopping and the lights turning on was, like, funny. Like, it was supposed to be, like, a funny thing that they were doing. Like, it was, like, part of the ride. Oh, okay. How um, was she? I, apparently, she was old enough to take shots of tequila. Oh, okay. I don't know how old she was. Wait, I'm confused. She had braces. You can't, you can't drink it. I mean, you can't drink it. Look at I know. But she, I was like, I, I was telling Mike, I was like, so we're going to get off of here, hopefully alive, and I'm going to go home, and I'm going to get very, 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 very drunk. Because I hate like, you. She's like, hell yeah, me too. I'm going to take so many shots of tequila. So, yeah, she was pulling, like, a Tila Tequila moment. And so we are, like, we're sitting there, and the lights are on, and she's making all of these jokes. And this family is, like, so sarcastic. They think they're so funny. And meanwhile, they're making this little tiny girl who doesn't even speak English next to them cry. How old is she? I don't know, probably like 10. Oh, no. And, or 12 or something. But she is bawling. She is so scared. Oh, no. And so the girl behind me was like, oh, do you speak Spanish? And the girl's like, yeah. And so she starts making these jokes and saying all of these things to this girl in Spanish. Nice. Making her just, she was like, bawling uncontrollably her shirt was like soaking wet sad i know super sad so yeah she was just sitting there and she was crying and it was just awful and it took about like an hour for them to get us off of the ride did they give you guys like a come back for free bounce back pass or something no they gave us a free meal at select like carnival restaurants mm, yum free corn dog I did get a free jumbo corn dog. <laughs> Typical. Yeah. Wow. But I would have been like, no. I was. I wasted an hour of my freaking hundred dollar ticket here. I was so mad, and I was so scared. And was I, it busy? Because I knew like sixty people that were there. Yeah, it was pretty busy. The lines were pretty like for like a, I it was like normal for like a Cedar Point. Like, I sure. remember waiting in line but at Cedar Point like, for a while. Utah. But I'm like, yeah, like, it's Utah. This is the world's, like, they have, like, the world's smallest zoo. The world's <laughs> smallest water park. That's so cute. The world's smallest amusement park. Like, it's, like, everything besides mountains in Utah is, like, miniature. Um, I feel like it's a pretty decent park. And it's got a lot of, it's got a lot of roller coasters. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. And they're they're all Did old. Did you go to Colossus? Yeah, like they're all super old. Wait, is it old. still called Colossus, or is it like the Red Dragon or Fire Dragon or something? It's called Colossus. I think they changed the name and then changed it back again. Yeah, when they realized that painting old wood wouldn't make a new roller coaster. <laughs> oh my spoon! They were like, "We're gonna paint this red and call it the Red Dragon," and everybody was like, "This is the same as Colossus," and they're like. We're going to cater to the nostalgia. Let's call this Colossus. <laughs> no. And that's how that works. It was janky. Like, it was bad. It was janky. You know what? I don't like you talking bad about Lagoon. <laughs> oh, I just... Well, we'll go to a real amusement park and ride safe, uh, functioning you know roller coasters. 
How do you know it's more safe than... When we go on some podcast trips. How do you know that it's more safe than... Because they have better ratings and safety reviews, and they probably function oh, properly. Read, did you read the safety reviews? Yeah, I did. You're when I got home. The entire way home. In the car. That's you're all I did. You're such a liar. Read the, no, you didn't. The safety reviews. Okay, well, you're a nerd. <laughs> anyway, if I you want to live life on the argument. edge... If you want to live life on the edge, go to Lagoon, ride the white roller coaster. <laughs> if you can do that, you are a badass motherfucker. Because like, that is the scariest roller coaster you'll ever go on in your life. It is. Far, far, far on the edge. It's so scary. Like, you might as well just kill yourself. It, you you should just jump off from the top, and if you live... <laughs> no, but that's how... That's really how jankety that is. That's, that's how a, it makes you that feel. Is You're a like jankety ass. You can hear it, how jankety it is. <laughs> it would have been easier to just jump off of a cliff. Literally, bolts fall out of the white roller coaster. I while saw you're on it. a bolt fall out. It just falls out, and if they're like, <laughs> when uh, I was reading in line, it's you. It's just Russian roulette. You're like, I don't know. This could be the one. <laughs> this could be the one. I was that tell- lands us on the news, Utah. <laughs> you know the ones, you know how there's all those, like you see them on, on Facebook and in, like Facebook all the time where it's like, click this link, roller coaster goes rogue, everybody dies, and then you get a virus. But this yeah. is like, this would actually be real. We were waiting in line to go on it. And I told Mike, I was like, I just saw a nut fall off of that screw. Yeah. And he's like, Can no, you did didn't. That, but did the screw come out? <laughs> Like, so the backing might have. He's okay. Like, he's okay. Like, so you you're lose. kidding. You're kidding. And okay, I'm like, so no. you lose a washer. But like, <laughs> did the screw come out? You're fine. Keep it going. Next. I'm like, all it takes is one. All, all it takes, takes is, is one. one. And he's like, stop it. You're being As, such okay, a baby. Okay, you're being dramatic because how many times has that ride been going for how many years? It came, It started in 1926, which is what it says on the wall of the ride. Well, there you go. And they haven't changed one thing since. <laughs> Clearly. Not one. Not freaking one. They still have people pushing it to get it up the hill. There's still just a bunch of guys running behind pushing you to get your momentum going. It, it's tough, man. That, that's a, I gotta say, I really, truly, truly, truly think that's the scariest thing at Lagoon. Mm-hmm. That white roller coaster. It was bad. It was not, it was not cool. Anyway, now that we've spent 30 minutes talking about... Lagoon, was that that was your confession? Yeah, that was my confession. Oh, good. What are we talking about today? I don't know. I forget. Yeah. Okay. But now that we spent thirty minutes talking about. Okay. To be fair, it was only twenty-two minutes. Okay. So now that we spent forever and a half talking Wait. about the traumatic <laughs> experience I had at Lagoon. Okay, but did we even finish our review for Halo? I don't think we did. Okay. We can do that. So Halo <laughs> Top is. A protein-focused, low-calorie ice cream. Let me just tell you something. I've seen this in the grocery stores. I have it's, it. And I don't... It's good. I am not about to buy it because I'm under the impression that I'm like, look, if you're going to freaking eat... If you're going to eat garbage, eat it right. You know, just go there. Just be like, I'm going to eat a pint of ice cream today. So make it good ice cream. Ben and Jerry's, go for it. Go for the gold. This is good, though. This is... If this didn't say 280 cal, like, I would eat, if this was Ben and Jerry's, I would get this. I would get this yeah. and I would feel good about it. It's it good. There's nothing about it that makes me feel like I'm not So, I found it. this through um, fitness and lifestyle YouTuber, Whitney Simmons. She sounds skinny. She is. She's an Ohio native Utah transplant. Oh, so she lives here. Mm-hmm. And uh, she is, like, super into fitness and working out, and she is a Gymshark athlete. What does that mean? I don't know. That she gets, like, free clothes. Oh. And um, okay. she did a whole, like, first round of flavor halo top review and it was crazy and then i went out and i bought halo top and i've been addicted to it ever since so we i had the strawberry and i think the strawberry is delicious i think the only thing i would change about it was i wish that there was actual chunks of strawberry in it but i know a lot of people don't like that i don't like that um i think if that had like um 
I don't know what you could put in that that would make it. But it's, like, soft But, yeah, I like it. It feels like you're eating, like, a a strawberry shake, but it's, like, not sipping through a straw. Yeah, it's good. But that's what it is. The flavor is, like, on point, though. So this is her, huh? Mm -hmm. I'm looking her up. Are you looking her up? She's gorgeous. Oh, she only has 2.6 million followers. Yeah, only. Is that it? Yeah. Jeez. Dang. She's hot. She's way hot. That's what I look like. <laughs> I look just like her. Weird. But I wish I looked like Whitney Simmons. Dude. She's... Okay. Okay, printer. Okay, Pulser guys. Leave us now. <laughs> Sorry. Jeez Louise. My printer turns itself off after so many moments. Of- All I want to say is anybody that doesn't want to look like Whitney Simmons is blind or stupid. Yeah. She's gorgeous. She's hot. So she is the reason I'm addicted to Halo Top ice cream. And I thought that some ice cream and some wine would pair perfectly. So Turns out, it, ice cream pairs perfectly with anything. Sure does. Doesn't really matter. Boyfriend broke up with you? Run a hot bath. Eat some ice cream. Halo top ice cream. You have something to celebrate? Ice cream. Ice cream. Kids driving you crazy? Lock yourself in the pantry. With some ice cream. Ice cream. But yeah, so, what are we talking about today? Today we're talking about our birth stories. Well, I feel like that's going to be, um, I have three of them. You do. You have a lot of kids. You're just like. I have a litter. Hoarding all I think, of the I children. think when you have more than two, you have a litter, right? Uh, yeah, I would say so, for sure. Or is it more than one of the litter? Um, I'd say more than three. Well, I only have three. Well, yeah, but like three. Three or more. Three or more. You have a litter. Is a litter, yeah. I have a litter. You do. You have a whole lot. Okay. You have a, you have a big fam bam going on over there. Well, it's only three. Well, the three kids plus you and, and Chase, it's like a lot it's a going family on. Of five. It's a party of five. Party of five. That was a good show. It was a good show. So, before we get into our birth stories, I thought we would do a... Dun, dun, dun. Mommy quote fake news. What do you mean? So these are celebrity. You keep changing this up on me. I got to keep up. Okay. So these are celebrity quotes. Oh. And you have to tell me, and these are all in mommy or motherandbaby.co.uk. Okay. So the first one is Elizabeth Banks. And if you don't know how this game is played, there's going to be three top news articles. These are going to be headlines or sections and an article from a parenting magazine or website. There's going to be three of them. Two of them are going to be real. One of them is going to be fake news. Fake news. Fake news. So the first one is Elizabeth Banks. Who is that? I don't know. She's a celebrity. I think she's, like, an actress. She's super famous. Yeah, she's super famous. Um, Many moms today feel they have to be super moms, while historically we've always had a village to pitch in. I think it's really important to know when to ask for help. The second one is... Oh, I know who that is. That's a girl off of um, that porn, making a porno movie, the funny one. She's the the lady off of um, Hunger Games. Oh, Mick, Mick and Maury or whatever make a porno? Uh, yeah, you, you're on yeah, the right Yeah, she's gorge. Yeah, she is gorge. So, the second one is Heidi Klum. Okay. My house is not like a museum. You can see that children live here. It's their house as much it is at, as it is mine. Okay. The third one is Alicia Silverstone. And it says, pregnancy took forever waiting to meet the love of my life had me on the edge of my seat here's the thing i'm not entirely sure elizabeth banks has kids i know alicia silverstone does because 
She feeds her babies like birds. Did you know that? She chews the food up and spits it in her baby's mouth. Shut up. No, it's a true story. Look it up. That's gross. Google it. So I know she does. So I believe in her thing. Elizabeth Banks said something about it takes a village. And yeah. Heidi Klum said something about her kids keeping her house clean. What did Alicia Silverstone say? She couldn't wait. It took forever. Pregnancy took forever. Waiting to meet the love of my life had me on the edge of my seat. Heidi Klum says, my house is not like a museum. You can see that children live there. It's their house as much as it is mine. Elizabeth Banks says, many moms today feel that they have to be super moms. While historically, we've always had a village to pitch in. I think it's really important to know when to ask for help. I feel like that's true, but like... I don't know. Seal's a pretty good husband. I'm gonna go with Elizabeth Banks. Fake. Uh, oh no, who is it? Alicia Silverstone? She was like, it went by way too fast. Alicia Silverstone says, it passes so quickly, so enjoy every moment. Yeah, of course. Spit in your kid's mouth. She's gross. So that was her real news. You can find this article and others just like it on motherandbaby.co.uk. Who doesn't love affordable wine crafted by indie winemakers being delivered directly to their door? We would love that. But just because we can't, thanks Utah, doesn't mean you have to miss out. We still want to share this incredible deal from NakedWines.com with you. NakedWines.com is a community of wine lovers just like us. By becoming a member, or as they like to call it, Angel, you help support independent winemakers from around the globe. Get to know the faces behind each bottle, influence decisions, and connect with like-minded wine drinkers. With the backing of over 100,000 wine drinkers and counting, passionate winemakers are given the opportunity to focus on what they do best, make top-quality wines, without having to worry about expensive sales and marketing costs. Everybody deserves fabulous wine at everyday prices. So use code MOMMYWINES50 at NakedWines.com backslash MOMMYWINES50 to get a huge discount on your first six bottles, normally retailing for 113 but with our code MOMMYWINES50, you'll get six bottles for only $34.99. Um, you're welcome. So... So what was your first birth like? All my births were too easy. What? Yeah, my births are awesome. My pregnancies suck a dick. I would rather give birth to every baby in the hospital at the time as long as I didn't have to carry the baby for nine months. What? Yeah. Wow. The pregnancy's super tough. I'm sick the whole time. So sick. No energy. Hate my life. Um, it's really bad. It's really hard. But the birth, six hours start to finish. Six hours from first contraction to baby in arms. Yeah, it's easy for me. I must be loose as a goose. <laughs> How loose is a goose? <laughs> oh my God, apparently I don't know. real loose. Sneeze and that baby comes flying out. <laughs> don't cough. We're not ready yet. Nobody's there to catch the kid. Oh my God. Look, I don't know why it's so easy for me. It just is. So I had a... I had my first, okay, so Emma, my first, my 10-year-old, she's 10. Um, she, let's see here. Uh, I went in the, the day before and I had my membrane stripped. It was meant to like sort of get, get everything moving or whatever. And I went home and I had kind of contractions all night. And they were timed, but they didn't hurt at all. So I was like, oh, they're just Braxton Hicks. It's garbage. It's nothing. So I went back the next day and I told my, he had finished stripping my membranes and he's like, so yeah, just whenever you have a contraction. And I said, well, I was having them all night last night and they were timed, but they didn't hurt. And I called and they said, when you have a hard time breathing through them is when you need to come in. So I didn't come in and he was like, what do you mean they were timed? And I said, well, they were a minute on, a minute off. And he was like, you were in labor. And he goes, you let me know when you're having a contraction. 
And I'm like, well, I'm having one right now. But of course they felt like Braxton Hicks. They didn't hurt. So he felt my stomach. He's like, yeah, you are having one. And he was like, here's what I want you to do. You and your husband, go grab some breakfast. Meet me at the hospital. And I'm like, what? So I went home, grabbed my husband, said, let's go get some breakfast. Go into the hospital. I walked into the hospital just fine. Having contractions, but they felt, again, Braxton Hicks. Very, very tight, but no pain. And I'm like, hi, I'm here to have a baby. And they're like, oh, are you on the schedule for, a, in you know, getting induced? And I was like, oh, no, I'm just in labor. And they were like, oh, get her a wheelchair. And I'm like, I'm fine. They're like, are you alone? I said, my husband's parking the car. And then they got all suspicious. And they were like, well, we need to hook you up and see if you're actually in labor or if we need to send you home. And I was like, okay, well, the doctor just told me to come here. So whatever. So they put me on the thing and they monitored me for an hour and the doctor came and he's like she's in labor I literally sat there what with no pain I was dilating no problem no pain nothing zero 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 pain I dilated with zero pain till about a eight and a half with no pain what literally was sitting there fine Oh, my God. Couldn't feel a thing. I mean, I could feel the tightness happening, but that's it. And then he came in and he broke my water. What? Did it feel like a Kegel? No, it felt like a Braxton Hicks. I don't, I never had a. Yeah, you did. You know when you were, like, just laying there and all of a sudden you would, like, feel your stomach and it'd be super, super hard? And it just feels like. Never. Just tighten your, your ab muscles right now. That's a Braxton, that's what a Braxton Hicks feels like. Just. Oh, Weird. Just, like, really, really tight, and you're like, oh, oh, I'm just having, you know. Anyway, didn't hurt. Nothing was wrong. Fine. And then he came and he broke my water, and I was I was kind of, like, bummed that I wasn't feeling any pain, because I was thinking you're going to be walking in, like, Walmart, and your water's going to break, and then it's this big fiasco where everybody's, like, running around, and your husband's all stressing out, and, like, you're like, oh, my God, I don't even know. And then you're yelling at him, like, the movies, you know? Yeah. Mm-mm. And so it was kind of sad because I kind of felt like I got gypped of, like, a normal delivery because I couldn't feel it. It wasn't hurting. Nothing was happening. And he broke my water and they were like, hey, let me know when you want to do the epidural. And I'm like, I mean, I still can't feel anything. And they were like, you are at, like, nine centimeters and you can't feel anything. Can't. And then I started to feel a little cramp. And I was like, guys, I think I feel a cramp. <laughs> oh, my mm-hmm. God. You're such a bitch. <laughs> I feel a cramp. I feel a little crampy. And they were like, do you want the epidural? I'm like, no, 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 no. Nope, I'm good. And then I'm like, ooh, getting a little more intense, I see. I am like full-blown, like nine centimeters there. And I'm starting to feel cramps. And then they're like... What, like the day before your period cramps? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like very... Like like me looking for anything. Anything. I was looking for anything that felt like I could be in labor. And I'm like, oh, getting a little more intense. I bet. I might need to fart. Like that, you know? <laughs> oh my God. And then... I bet you were one of those people who only look pregnant from like the side too. Well, not anymore, but probably back then, yeah. So then I'm, like, she, laying there. She's the devil. She's a bitch. <laughs> um, and then they're starting to get more intense, and they're like, let me know when you want to do the, the epidural. And I'm like, here's the thing. I can't hardly feel this. I want to feel something. Like, I kind of want... Because, because it didn't seem like I was giving birth. It just, I, it was like any other day. Like, it just, you know... So anyway, my mom's like, okay. And then I'm like starting to go, I'm like, ooh, these are getting bad. Ooh. <laughs> You're like excited. Yeah, I was loving it, but I could feel it because then it was real. And I was like, oh, oh, oh it hurts, mama. <laughs> oh my God, and then my mom's like, right now. Her face. My mom's like, do you want that epidural? And I'm like, mm. I think I'm okay for a minute. My mom's like, it takes about 45 minutes to get it. I'm like, order it 10 minutes ago. Because <laughs> at this rate, 
because it was like now I'm a minute on a minute off every minute it's doubling yeah. in how bad it is but I couldn't feel it for five and a half hours you know what I mean like and I couldn't feel it and then all of a sudden it, it, like it was a like Mack truck. it was like he broke my water and like probably three minutes later I felt my first cramp like very 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 small cramp and then the next time it was like uh, first day period cramps and then it was like in the throes of the period cramps and then it was like this is maybe a little more than a cramp and then it was like hmm oh oh shit by the time they got the epidural guy in I'm breathing through him you know I'm like in it and I'm doing this with my fingers trying to what is that just focus on something anything and um, he's like, we can't give you the epidural. And I'm like, no, 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 you can. And they're like, you could, you know, you're going to move. I could paralyze you or something. And I was like, it'll be fine. You can paralyze me. <laughs> I'll sign, I'll sign a waiver. It'll be fine. And I said, I won't, I won't, I won't stop. He goes, can you guys turn down the Pitocin? And they're like, she's not on Pitocin. And then my, so you know how you can see like the little, oh, like the little charts or Yeah, whatever. the little graph thing. So mine were going 90 80, 100, 80, 100, 90, 90, 100, like <laughs> never going down because normally it goes up to 100, down to zero for a yeah. minute, up to 100, down to zero and mine were never going back down. It was constant just like <gasps> anyway he gives me the epidural everything's fine. I think I was only in pain for 30 minutes in between he gave yeah. you the epidural? Mm-hmm. In between me having my water broke and the epidural kicking, it was probably 30 minutes of pain, and then I couldn't feel anything. I pushed two times, and I had a baby. It was six minutes from, six minutes, six hours from my first, like, from leaving the doctor's office, from the doctor being like, oh, you just had a contraction, meet me there, till I had the baby. That's crazy. And didn't feel anything the whole time. It was kind of to the point where, like, you know when you watch those shows and people are like, I didn't know that I was having a baby or I didn't know. Yeah, I and think you're those like, people are crazy. Yeah, you fucking liar. No, that that's how I would have been, I think. Yeah, I don't know when my water would have broke naturally, but. But second baby. um, It's going to get dirty. My second baby, I said to my ex-husband, I heard that sperm breaks down the whatever and puts you in labor oh yeah you know whatever in it and I said so you're gonna you are gonna we're in doggy style right now <laughs> you're going to implant I said if you can find a way to break my water while you're in there let's just do it I don't even care but we need to like make something happen and he's like okay and then we had sex and I'm like nothing happened I got I just got out of the shower was like just Let's have sex so I can have this baby. It was not sexual sex. It was like a means to an end sex. And I said, I'm going to have this baby. Nothing happened. I get up to go to the bathroom afterwards and literally have a seven-minute contraction that was worse than anything I had with my first. And it did not stop. It started and it did not stop. And I thought there was something like, like surely there was something wrong. Yeah. Because there was no, like, oh, I'm starting to, oh, they're coming on. Oh, <sighs> nothing. It was just from nothing to, bam, you have a seven-minute contraction. I get up from the toilet, and I'm, like, naked because I had just showered and had sex, and my hair's wet. And I'm, like, we're going to the hospital. Just get me a free. I'm going to go to the car. Just go ahead and get me the stuff. I'll be <laughs> meet you in the car. I walk down to, it's this right before Christmas. So my daughter is born December 20th. Oh, God. So my whole family is at my house for Christmas. So I have my two-year-old daughter. My sister's there. My mom had just ran to the grocery store because she's like, well, what do you want for dinner? And I said, ah, like roast chicken or something. She's like, I'll make you roast chicken. My mom's at the store. My sister's downstairs watching my daughter. I just come downstairs. My brother's there. <sighs> Poor guy. I come downstairs naked. <laughs> just walk down the, swaddle down the stairs naked. And I'm like getting in the car. I said, Brie call mom, tell her that we're going to the hospital, I'm having the baby. And my mom had left like 15 minutes earlier. So she's just, my you sister's just like. riding to the hospital naked? Yeah. I told my husband, grab me some clothes. I'll get dressed in the car. I'm going to be in the car. Go ahead and grab the shit. I'll be in the car. So I just went down and sat in the car naked. 
what? he comes down, brings me like random pajamas, and I'm driving to the hospital trying to get dressed while breathing through these contractions, and they were horrible. It was so now, were different. were you driving or was he driving? He was driving. Okay, good. And I was screaming at him to like pull over every time I was having a contraction. He's like, we're almost to the hospital. Pull the car over! <laughs> because you can't go over a bump while you're having a contraction. It's the worst, right? Oh, yeah. And so I'm like breathing through and then it's like, you have one minute. Get us as far as you can in one minute. And so we're speeding to the hospital and then I'm like, pull over! Pull over! And he's just thinking, no, I'm going to keep driving. And I'm like, you pulled this fucking car over. <laughs> oh my you know, God. if you want to be there for the birth, you pull this car over. Anyway, we get there to the hospital. By the time I got to the hospital, I was seven and a half centimeters dilated. And I had, it, it had to have been within 10 minutes of me having this first contraction on the toilet to me getting to the hospital. Probably 10 minutes, maybe 15. And I was at seven and a half centimeters dilated. That's crazy. You could have been one of those people who had, had like, it in the car. Had it in the, yeah, had their baby in the car and like show up to the hospital like naked with a baby. Yeah, so here's the thing. I tested positive for strep B or whatever that is. What's that, like strep throat? No, it's like, it's something that like you can carry that doesn't like affect you, but if the baby gets it, it can... Oh yeah, they tested me for that. Yeah. And so I tested positive for that with my first and second, but not with my third. And um, so when I got to the hospital, they were like, you're supposed to have two rounds of antibiotics in you before you have this baby. Well, I'm seven and a half centimeters dilated and it's not slowing down. Like, I'm going to have yeah. a baby within 20 minutes. And they're like, we need to get these bags. So they had to give me something that stopped me from going into labor. So they gave me the epidural, gave me whatever stopped me from going into labor, pumped two bags of saline into me, and then allowed me to go into labor after that. So I probably would have had her within a half hour if I hadn't been stopped to get those antibiotics in. But, uh, yeah, that one went by fast, too. That was quick so they had to slow it down for a little while so no epidural for her right I did oh you did they gave me the epidural first thing I got in there they gave me the epidural because they were like we've got to stop this and the epidural slows down the process oh does it and so they gave me the epidural then they gave me some sort of weird shot and then I was having an allergic reaction to that shot so they gave me like a Benadryl type thing mm. because my body started itching everywhere and getting all crazy because of the whatever they had to stop me from yeah. having the baby Gave me this crazy allergic reaction. So then they gave me Benadryl. So I passed out. And they were literally waking me up telling me to push. They were like, honey, it's time to push now. And I'm like sleeping <laughs> in labor. And they're like, it's time to push. And I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> and I'd push. And then they'd be like, good, good, good. And I'd, and then they're like, okay, your contraction's over. Go ahead and rest for a minute. I'd fall back asleep. And then they'd wake me up and be like, it's time to push again. And I would push. Three pushes. Baby out. Done. Easiest thing in the world. My labors are freaking easy. Same thing with Ida. It was just easy. It was just chilling. She is a tank. Oh, she is. She's a big girl. How she big was, was she when Six, she was 13? Really? Smaller than both my others. My others, Emma was 7, 5. Jace was 7, 4. Jace, Emma, Ida. I have three kids. <laughs> Ida was 6, 6, 12 or 6, 13. That's crazy. And, uh, yeah, Ida's was super easy, too. Just really relaxing, really easy. Did you do, like, anything crazy with her? Like, did you do, like, a water birth mm -mm. or, like, just regular old hospital style? Regular old hospital style. Got the, got the epidural. Um, with her, I think that they, I think they induced me. I'm not sure. They didn't tell me if they did or not, but I think they might have. You would think that that would be something that they would tell you. I don't know. I wasn't too worried about it. Anyway, she did She did go weird in my stomach. Like, she wanted to, like, be in there a weird way. So I had to sit on this, oh, like, like, feet first. She wasn't quite feet first. She was, like, I don't know. Anyway, oh, she was head up instead of head down. Oh. Like, instead of coming out with her back out like this or whatever it is. Anyway, whichever the preferred method is, she was kind of, she was going to come out wrong. Anyway, so they made me like lay on this ball thing for a while and get her to turn. And then as soon as she turned, but they were like, they were like, um, telling me that I couldn't have the baby until she calmed down. 
because they have, you know, they have like the thing on you to like do your heart beat or whatever and then they have one on her yeah they were like she's like not she needs to chill out she needs to like chill and like relax a little bit and then you can and then we can go ahead and start pushing but she needs to chill yeah and I'm like this because she was like moving like crazy I mean my you know they how they have put the little sensor on you and it like shows how they're like moving and you can hear on the microphone like the oh yeah yeah they were like she's going crazy in there like is she in distress like she's going I'm like this is how she always is all the time that's how she is now is now just moving all the time and they were like she needs to like calm down like she just needs and I'm like she's not going to this is how this is my life and they were like okay well let's just watch her for an hour so they just like watched for an hour and they were like all right, that's just how she is, I guess. And so she had flipped over the right way, and they just carried on, and a couple pushes, and then we were done. Easiest thing. That's crazy. Mine was nothing like that. I want to hear about it. Like, nothing. So I went in to my last couple um, OB appointments, and my OB was like, okay, well, from the size of the baby... Because I, I was living in southern Utah at the time where there's a, there's like a real lack in like professional medical care. But where were you? In Bryce? or Yeah, in Bryce. You didn't go to St. George? No. Okay. Like the closest hospital, like a real hospital, was like Cedar City. But I never mm-hmm. made it to my appointment because I decided that I was going to go home instead. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll just make an appointment with the doctor. There, because, you know, Cleveland Clinic is a really well-known hospital, so I was like, okay, I'm just going to go to Cleveland Clinic, and I'm going to make a doctor, like, a doctor's appointment with, like, a well-known physician. Um, well, because I didn't go to, like, what was supposed to be, like, the first doctor's appointment, which you're supposed to make a an appointment with your OBGYN, um, as soon as you get, like, a positive pregnancy test. It's supposed to be within, like, three days. Really? Because I feel like... Yeah. Here, when I called, they were like, okay, <clears throat> when you're going to be eight and a half weeks, that's when we'll set up your appointment. What? Yeah. They didn't want to see me until I was, like, eight, eight and a half weeks or something. No. Like, my doctor was like, well, they did some tests and they took my blood work to see, like, how far along I was. And I have a condition called PCOS. Mm-hmm. So I really wasn't supposed to get pregnant in the first place. But they, so they took my blood work and they did like a ultrasound. Uh-huh. And they're like, okay, well we suspect <clears throat> that you're this far along. And I was like, okay. So I took that as like, that's how far I was. Like they tested my blood. They looked at the size of the baby. <clears throat> you know, like it should have been like a pretty le- like, easy thing to determine because babies do grow pretty rapidly. So right. if he was this small at this age, then that's how old he was. Um, apparently, he was, like, two weeks older than they thought he was, like, the whole time. Because mm. Milo just came out, and he was, like, normal-sized. But he was, like, seven pounds, like, six or eight ounces. Like, so he was normal-sized, mm-hmm. but, like... Everything about, like, my pregnancy, like, all of my test results, everything was complicated. So they were constantly testing me for RH, so I had blood draws, like, every week. What's RH? RH is when you have a rare blood type, your your blood type could, like, start to attack the baby, like a, mm. like a wound. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, your blood, your white blood cells would think that it was, like, a disease or an illness or, an, like, an infection right. and mm-hmm. fight it off. So, I was constantly be- being tested for, like, RH, and I was constantly being tested for all of these things because I had a really complicated pregnancy. So, I started going into my, like, last final OB appointments, and he was just, like, Okay, well, you need to do something. You need to go for, he's like, are you walking? And I'm like, yes, I'm walking. He's like, because it was kind of like Milo was just at this, like, standstill. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't want you to have, like, a stillbirth labor. Like, I don't want anything uh, to yeah. happen. 
Um, and I was like, well, obviously, you know, so he was telling me and he's like, well, you know, how's your sex life? And I was like, I don't have a sex life. The last time I had sex was when I got pregnant. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I'm like, I'm just kind of doing my own thing. You know, like, it's just me and the baby. Like, I'm not going to sleep with some random dude. Me and his dad aren't on the greatest terms right now. So, and he's like, well, you really need to have sex. What? Yeah. And he's like, you need to do something. Maybe you can do something yourself at home. And I was like, because he was like, and then he gave me all of these pamphlets that were talking about, like, what you were talking about. Like, how... Um, This even, like, breaks down the... Yeah. And, like, if I were to do things myself at home, how it would kind of, like, internally lube up the process. And, like, yeah, like, orgasms and things like that kind of help speed along the process and kind of, like, loosen things up. Because, like, there were times, like, he couldn't even check me. He's like, "I I can't even do an exam on you. Like, you're so solid. Like, you're, he's like, I can't. Toy like a toy gun. <laughs> toy like a toy gun. Yeah. A little bit. Mm. So, um, it was like a problem. And then he was like, okay, well, if you don't have this baby and you don't go into, into labor naturally, he's like, I'm going to have to induce you. And he's like, so I'll schedule it. And, you know, if it works, it works. But if not, like, he's like, we need to schedule the induction appointment now because we might not be able to do it you know, in time later. Yeah, you don't want it to be an emergency. Right. So I scheduled the appointment, and I thought I was having contractions. Come to find out it was just a panic attack, and I'm a big, giant baby. Um, Makes sense. (laughs) So I went to the hospital. They're like, okay, you're just having a panic attack. You can go home. I'm like, thanks. Thanks, lady. Well, the other, like, a couple days after... Um, I'm like, okay, well, I'm supposed to be induced the next morning at mm-hmm. 5 a.m. I decided to go to the hospital at 5 p.m. because I called and I'm like, these are the symptoms I'm feeling. I'm feeling really faint. I'm, I, I drove myself. I was like, I can't, like, if I'm feeling this way, like, my stomach is tight. If I wait another hour, I'm not going to be able to make it here. Yeah. I was like, I'm the person that's driving myself to and from the hospital. Like, if, like, these are the symptoms I'm feeling. Like, I was feeling really lightheaded and faint. Um, I was having really bad anxiety, really bad cramps, and it was just, like, a lot of complications. Well, I get there, and, like, so they start, um, first of all, they give me something to stop labor because Milo was losing his mind. He was, like, super distressed. Mm -hmm. And every time, like, I didn't feel it, but every time my stomach would tighten up, it would put him in more distress. Mm -hmm. So they wanted to stop that until the doctor was able to get there. And when he was able to get there, he's like, okay, it's fine. You know, like, they did some, like, weird massage thing to my stomach and then hit me within an IV of Pitocin, because they're like, let's just get the baby out. And they did another ultrasound, and, like, the way his heartbeat was beating and, like, the way he looked in the ultrasound, he's like, oh, well, like, you know, he's overdue. We can go ahead and do the Pitocin. We don't have to wait until 5 p.m. So they induced me, which was the most painful thing ever. Really? Yeah. I started having, like, the worst cramps, and then Milo got into this funny position to where I was having a lot of back labor, Mm -hmm. and every time I would have a contraction, my stomach would tighten up, and it would move him to the point where he would, like, kick my spinal cord, Mm. and I was in a car accident with my grandparents, and I've always had some back problems, so when the epidural guy came in... To, like, give me an epidural because I was like, I can't do this. It's the worst pain I ever felt. I literally felt like he was breaking my body from the inside out. Mm -hmm. It was, like, it was unimaginable, undescribable pain. Like, it was the worst. And so the epidural guy finally got there, the anesthesiologist, finally got to the hospital. And this was been, like, eight hours. He tried to give me an epidural... And 
the way Milo was moving my back every time I would have a contraction, it kept knocking the epidural, like, out of place. Mm. So it wasn't working. And then I was like, I'm in so much pain. I, like, I was in distress. Milo was in distress. I for sure thought one of us was going to die. So I had the nurse take my phone and call Michael to be like, maybe, you know, you should get to the hospital. There's a lot of complications happening. Like, go ahead and show up. He shows up and he starts sitting on the sofa complaining about how uncomfortable it was. Mm. And playing this tank game on his phone with the volume on. (laughs) Your face right now is Mm. like, you want to cut a bitch. But, yeah, so that goes on for a few more hours. I was in labor for, like, 26, 28 hours. Oh, my Lord. And then it got to the point where Milo and I were in such, like, distress that we had an emergency C-section because mm. Milo's umbilical, like, he had flipped and turned and maneuvered his way around to where his umbilical cord was wrapped around twice in, around his mm-hmm. neck. So we had an emergency C-section, and that's when they gave me a spinal tap. And that finally, like, knocked out the pain. hmm And then I recovered for, like, eight to ten weeks. Jesus. Yeah, I am grateful mine were so easy. Oh, mine was a disaster. Ugh. And I drove myself. Yeah. <laughs> Which was super fun. Yeah. I think I was on, like, Instagram stories or or Snapchat or something, and I was just like, hey, walking into the hospital, gonna get induced, like, getting out of the car, like, driving myself. No. Oh, it's crazy. That's crazy stuff. Yeah, it was terrible. I thought for sure either him or myself was gonna die. So crazy. I kind of wish I could get pregnant one more time just to go through the birth because I really like doing the birth part, but I just would hate to be pregnant and I don't think I want the kid after. (laughs) Well, you you already have three. You don't really need another one. No, I don't want, I don't want any more kids. I just want to deliver one, but I don't want to be pregnant for nine months. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, it really sucks. Being pregnant's hard. Being pregnant was the worst for me. I think if, like, yeah, it sucked, but I got Milo at the end of it, but there were so many other things. Like, not only was my conception really difficult, the pregnancy was really difficult, I had a lot of complications Mm -hmm. through the delivery, and I didn't really have, like, a support system. Yeah, all in all, not, like, a positive experience. Yeah, all in all, it was the worst. Luckily, me and Milo are great now, obviously, but it was, yeah, it was a fucking train wreck. Yeah, that's tough. I think that's why I had uh, so many, like, blog readers, was because it was like a train wreck. People couldn't turn away. No, right? I know. Don't want to see it, but I can't look away. Right. They just kept tuning in every week. Makes sense, man. People love drama. Oh, yeah, and that was full of drama. Well, I don't know. I feel like maybe we should just be done having kids. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to have a a job and a career, and I want to be able to drink wine, and I want to travel and do things. Oh, it was the worst not being able to drink, huh? Yeah, it was the worst. And, you know, school's expensive, and houses are expensive, yeah. Worst. You know, like if I had if I had a family of five, that would mean I would have to have so my bedroom, three other kid bedrooms, an office and a guest room. That's a six bedroom house. That's why my kids share a room. Yeah. Five to six bedroom house though, still, like that's huge. It is big. And it's too expensive here in Utah. Oh, it's so expensive in Utah, but it's okay. Like, we can move somewhere. Like Ohio. We could. 
Wow. You could have a huge house in Ohio for what you pay for your condo here. I know. We just got ours reappraised. 280000 for a three-bedroom. That's crazy. It is crazy. But it's dope. Well, I'm, gl- I'm glad your appraisal came back so high. Me too. Me too. We're going to refinance. Fun. Okay, I got to go to the bathroom. Let's end this episode. Yeah. Let's end it. So that was our birth stories and our review of Halo Top ice cream, which I'm, like, still eating. I think it's delicious. Yeah, it's way good. I have, like, a couple bites left. Um, I want to hear about other people's birth stories in the comments. Go to the the Facebook or the... Yeah, go to the Mommy Wines Podcast Facebook group and tell us about your birth stories. Do you relate more with me? Or do you re- relate more with Carly? Yeah, hopefully more people like me. I doubt it. I think people are going to be like, oh my god, this girl's such a bitch. Well, listen. Skinny, pretty, Sorry that I have such girl. a vagina. <laughs> with the easiest birth and the three cutest kids and the greatest husband. Yeah, the greatest husband that has to deal with my loose, loosey-goosey. <laughs> Sorry. No, let us know um, in the Facebook group. Or you can comment on this episode on the Mommy Wines Facebook page or the Mommy Wines podcast on Instagram. Holla for a dollar. Congratulations on having three kids. Thanks, man. It was a... You don't look like it. I don't know if it was a good decision or not, but it was a decision that I have to live with for the rest of your life. At least their lives. Or at least their lives. Hopefully you go first. Uh, here's the open. Okay. <laughs> Stop it. I have to go pee. Okay. Bye. Bye. Love you. If you enjoyed this episode and want to listen to more podcasts brought to you by the Mommy Wines Network, go check out themommywines.com. And make sure to subscribe to our email newsletter. More projects are coming soon, and by subscribing, you'll be the first to know when they are released. Did you know that we have a Facebook group? Head over to Facebook and join for fun contests, giveaways, special deals, events, and more. A special thanks to our sponsors, Coffee Over Cardio and Anchor. And don't forget to leave a rating and review wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Until next Wine Wednesday, mamas, parent and drink responsibly.